0: Well, hello, everyone. Aaron Stewart from the uh, the quiet comfort of nearby the little black couch, obviously not on the little black couch, on the big uncomfortable chair, office chair, um, but here to discuss items of entrepreneurship this day live and in person as the cloud cover rolls in and as I face a um, as I face the end of a day in which did not turn out exactly the way I had planned, but we're going to talk about it anyway because that is what we do as entrepreneurs. Let's jump in. welcome back. That's jazzy, isn't it? All right. Welcome back to the Little Black Couch where we are We are discussing. Uh, it's a, a journey in entrepreneurship and sometimes these sorts of days happen. Um, I came in, had a very good plan. I actually did get a... Uh, I'm just going to give you a brief overview of what my day has been like. I came in... Really pumped. Felt good. Got a great night's rest Um, as a little bit of a, um, I don't know how you put it, but a a little, let's take a a little glimpse into the life of of me. I sleep sitting up. Okay. So that's right. Which is, seems weird, but I have, I love my wife. I find her to be absolutely extraordinary. And I... I <clears throat> uh, am a big snorer, and I hate it. I hate the fact that I can't figure out how to not snore. Okay, As an entrepreneur and a problem solver, I absolutely despise and detest that I can't figure out how to stop snoring. I have tried device after device, and don't try to get me to use one of those ridiculous suction face things um, for a breathing apparatus Um, for sleep apnea because, frankly, I'd rather die, right? I I don't want to be Darth Vader in bed. So anyway, so that's not an option. I've been trying to figure it out. My my dear wife will always say that it doesn't matter um, as long as she gets to sleep. Um, But lo and behold, my wife has gotten to the point where she sleeps about two hours a night, right? So something had to be done. She says it's not me, it's her own thing. She's very kind, but we all know you know, it's me, right? It's the snoring fella, right? So there's a couple things that you can do to, to stop snoring. You can put all kinds of stuff. You, I, even had, I even had surgery to clear out my sinuses to see if that wouldn't open it up. And, and while they were doing the surgery, they went in and put this like, you know those little just breathe strips that you stick on the outside? They actually put one inside my nose to try to open it up so I could breathe better so my poor wife could, could try to get some sleep. Um, none of it worked, right? I still snore. Um, and so I started thinking about it, and I saw once on, T- you know, you see on TV this um, adjustable bed, um, I don't know, the sleep number bed. There you go, the sleep number bed, and you push up, you know, the guy starts to snore, or actually I think it's the, which is odd, I think it's the lady that starts to snore, and then the uh, the man pushes the button, and the bed kind of goes up, and then magically, right, she stops snoring. So I'm thinking, hey, this this seems pretty cool. So now, if I start sleeping sitting up, maybe I won't snore anymore. so I started to do this really systematically. Um, I started to bring more and more pillows on the bed, which you know, early in our marriage, I used to complain because um, when Carol made the bed, there was like you know fifty pillows, and they had to be organized a certain way, and they were obviously lovely, but they moved out to about to cover half the bed and um just not really comfortable right when you want to go hop in bed you look at it and kind of you take a nap or something you look at it and go that's too pretty to disturb i'm just going to go back to the office right Maybe, maybe that's what she was doing interesting anyway so she she was um the mother of all pillows right we had tons of pillows and as we've kind of got on in our marriage the pillows have kind of dwindled a little bit and it's a much more manageable number of pillows now. Except, now I decide that I have to create some kind of a pillow wedge in order to sleep on. Boy, this is going to be a much longer show than I thought it would be. But anyway, so I, as a doctor, I started solving and testing and doing different things and seeing if I could eventually develop a, you know, a really cool wedge with all these pillows to see if it would work before you go out and do something ridiculous like buy an adjustable bed, right? You want a proof of concept before you go drop the big bucks on one of those beds. So I went through the proof of concept and tried different, you know, different stacks and, you know, different, um, different types of pillows and different thicknesses and memory foam. And then, you know, the crazy foam and then even some like, um, some of the weak, the wheat husk sort of Asian pillows. Ah, I used all kinds of different stuff. The beaded pillows to kind of figure out some kind of a, of a, um, of a ramp or a, a an angled something or other, right? In order so I could sleep, you know, sitting up. And in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if I can figure this thing out, not only will I stop snoring, but it, the, the days that I had acid reflux, no problem. I don't even have to take any medication for that anymore. I'll be sleeping straight up. I'll be practicing for sleeping on airplane flights. Bonus there, right? So I'm going through all these sorts of things going, hey, this is great. I won't wake up with, with, Crushed face wrinkles that'll be gone right i'm just I'm just gonna be sitting up there right that's well, that's got to be very good for the complexion right No, I'm not creating all these crazy wrinkles and and uh i and then I, I my shoulders always fall asleep. I'm thinking this might be the the smartest thing ever as far as sleep technology goes so I start sleeping that way and it's fine um I apparently still snore sometimes. Uh, not as much as I used to, so it, it, it is a better solution, but not perfect. And, um, and my daughter can still, uh, uh, she says she can hear me across the hall on some occasions, but my wife has, has said absolutely that I snore less. Anyway, so we then, I got for Father's Day, like a full-on wedge. So I don't have to do the pillow thing anymore. Proof of concept, passed it, and then I got like a full-on wedge now that I use in bed, which is super cool when I'm working in bed. You know, I got the laptop. Now I've got this like little tray thing and I've got my little um, wedge and I'm just working right as an entrepreneur into the wee hours of the morning. So it's worked, it's worked, you know, awesome. So I got a good night's rest, really good night's rest. My arms don't, I put two pillows on either side of me. And so they're my pillows are just resting comfortably in these, my arms are resting comfortably in these pillows. It's, it's fantastic. It is a great way to sleep. I tried to sleep my back was hurting the other day and i tried to sleep down again i don't know how you people do it that's not good for you my shoulder went to sleep my legs went to sleep my hips started hurting terrible sleep sitting up go get a recliner or something i don't know how you people lay down who decided that laying down was a good way to sleep Uh, it's wrong anyway so i got a good night's rest and i came in super excited obviously i'm working on this project i've got an eight-part series going on on raising, an entre- raising entrepreneurs, right? So how to help the youth become entrepreneurs and not necessarily tell them, hey, I'm here to, to make you an entrepreneur, but really the steps to foster passion, to help their creativity, to help them be happy, right? To stay in a, a mode as adults where we are encouraging the youth and the younger generation to come up and become the types of people who will probably choose entrepreneurship and do it in such a way that they're having a great time, they think their life's awesome, they think we're awesome, and then they get to a point where, lo and behold, they're very passionate individuals who are wonderful at solving problems, and they naturally fall into entrepreneurship, and then we slap on all the horrible, icky business stuff on top of that, and boom, you know, we've done it. So there's an eight-part series going on about that, not only to train us on how we can best help and support these young people get there, but sort of the tricks and trades of helping these young people and become problem solvers, right? So I was really excited about doing that. I came in, I set everything up and I just, I I went, I went to work and I did, I got the second one down and I was ready to jump back in and do the third show and I realized, ah, I hadn't set up my computer fully. That meant that my mic wasn't going and sure enough, I went and listened. It was just the internal mic, which is terrible. And so I'm like, forget that. I plugged it all back in and I went again and I did the whole second show again. Boom, I got it done and I realized, well, because I did the last one and I hadn't had the mic plugged in, the app that I used was was just, I mean, hey, look at that, let's see. Let's add to broadcast. Love this idea, sorry bud, this is not very good. Let me go bigger, no, edit, let's go a little. I tried to do this last time. We're gonna change that to white. Let's see if that works. Oh, that's a little better. We still need to make it a little larger, but um, anyway, we'll edit it some more. Hi, Michael. Good to see you. Let's go, it's 30 point. Let's go to 36. Duh, 36, let's see if that looks better. Love this idea. It's a little better, right? Anyway, this is producing on the fly. Nobody likes this. Ooh, 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 ooh. Let's see, let's save that. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for joining us on the live. It is a good idea. It's a brilliant idea. Definitely sleep sitting up. Saves the wrinkles. Saves your hair. I mean, have you ever had to stop at the store on the way to the office? My hair it looks about like this. It's perfect. So that's an awesome thing, too. When you have to stop for turkey because you make turkey sandwiches for lunch every day, your hair looks great if you're sleeping uh, sitting up. Done. So, on a recline, not totally uncomfortable. But anyway, I came in and so my app didn't record the show properly and so I had to do it a third time. And I'm like, okay, if that's the kind of day it's gonna be, ugh. Well then, we go the next time and, oh yeah, that's true, Michael. Michael has no hair, if you can tell by his picture, so this wouldn't really help him. Sorry, bud. Anyway, so, hey, 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 Steve has joined us as well. Let's go, let's throw, G, hey Steve, there you are. Rap on, brother, rap on. I, I have no rapping ability, but I will continue to talk um, as the pasty white person that I am. Is that all right? I, I do not like rap. I am not going to rap. I have no time to rhyme. Ugh. Anyway, so I, I got through the third time. I got that one published, so you'll see it. Got, we've got part two on raising entrepreneurs. It's up, it's going, it's awesome. And uh, tech, check that out, please, and see what. Uh, let me know what you think. I've got eight more parts scheduled to go out over the course of the next. I was my whole my whole plan today was to get them all eight done, and I didn't. It didn't work out. Um, I got a a weird. So we have an account, uh, an obscure account with Union Pacific, and all of a sudden a bunch of crazy stuff came in. That's cockamamie me crazy. So I had to deal with that sort of thing. And then uh, I've got my cousin here, and he had uh, agreed to do something for my father. My father's life sketch had been scheduled out by my, my sweet uh, stepmother. She'd done this be- beautiful sketch, life sketch. It's a huge book of like 200 pages. Uh, she did them all like in 2004 in TIFF format. And so my, my cousin decided that he would help them and put it all into digital form. So we had to move a computer to get it all going and that turned out to be not as big a deal as we thought it was. And so then we had to move the computer back and put it back where it goes. And then we've been trying to do this automation project and we tried to do a couple things and we couldn't get, we're using Zapier, we couldn't get the two programs to to talk properly and we're trying to figure out how to do it. It just kind of went one way after another and it didn't quite work out the way you planned. I mean, it's the kind of day where I, here, here, here's a very good indication. I, I sat here and thought, my gosh, I'm thirsty. And I went and got a Mountain Dew and it turned out I already had an open Pepsi Zero Sugar. Half open right here, right? It's, those, it's one of those kinds of days. Um, but as entrepreneurs, we will have those types of days. So what do you do about it? It's very important, I think, to keep from getting frustrated and laugh at yourself. We are human beings. We are going to make mistakes. We are not perfect and it's okay. It's okay when these sorts of days happen. I know of individuals in my own life who would allow a day like this to take them absolutely to the mat. And just say this, you know, it stinks. And then get down for a couple days. And going back to what we've d- discussed earlier, as entrepreneurs and as problem solvers, and as, as folks that are hopefully passionate the worst thing that you can possibly do is get to a point where you're frustrated and then the creativity all goes away and we don't have the ability then to be creative and who knows when that creativity is going to be important in solving a problem who knows when the next business opportunity is going to be around the corner and if we are not in the proper frame of mind we will miss those opportunities so do not allow yourself to be frustrated ever. There is no concise definition for entrepreneur. Um, I was looking through uh, I, again. This is this is my this is my dissertation: entrepreneurial perception by Stewart. See that? No title. I was super cheap. I went the cheap route. When you publish these dissertations, it's not it's not cool. So anyway, I went the cheap route, and this I I must say um, I could have made. I could have made a gazillion dollars had I sold this this dissertation as a sleeping aid. So I missed out on an opportunity there because it is one of the most boring things you've ever read in your life. But as I was looking at this book and thinking about entrepreneurship, and then a good portion of this little dissertation, this little book of mine, is about trying to define entrepreneurship. And And I'm quoting people from 2001, right? This is how old this sucker is. Um, but one of the interesting things that I came about when I was looking at this the other day um, and trying to come up with a, a definition, and so many people have different definitions, and it's sort of where um, academics in entrepreneurship who have studied entrepreneurship have really screwed up in that we get so focused on trying to define what an entrepreneur is that we don't actually, what an entrepreneur is defined as, we don't actually get into what entrepreneurs do. So it's one of the... Weird areas of, of, of research and study that still has lacked behind other areas of research and study because we still can't we still can't agree on a definition for the darn word, right? Fascinating stuff. But anyway, this um, one of the researchers that I quote here in this <laughs> book tried to do this, tried to define entrepreneurship. And so he took two years and I assume got a big, gargantuous grant to do it, and I'm not going to use his name um, because nobody wants to get sued right, for defi- defi- defamation of character. I don't know if he got a grant or not, and I don't know if he lived on it for the two years. But anyway, he took two years to go through and look at all the research in a variety of different academic journals in trying to come up with some kind of a definition for entrepreneurship. And when he got done, after his two years of hard work, as, as we academics are known to be, hard workers, he came up with a 120-cell matrix trying to organize 131 different characteristics. And abs- absolutely couldn't do it. Um, Researchers, my comments on it were, researchers need to innovate as the subjects of their entrepreneurial studies often do. Researchers need to regroup, to discuss more, to provide new methods, concepts, frameworks. They need to generate more data, lots of data to finally start substantiating this field as a valid standalone discipline. This is is the challenge facing the research of entrepreneurship, and this is the challenge accepted by many of us out there. And here we are, what, 15 years later, still with no decent definition. Nobody listened to me or took my advice. But I will say this, after a day like today, where everything seemed to go wrong and nothing seemed to work out, my definition of entrepreneurship is somebody who just never gives up. That's it. Right? Never gives up, never allows themselves to get down, and keeps their mind in a place where they can be ready for the next solution to the world's problems whenever they show up, and they're always ready to put themselves in that place. So, that is it. That is Dr. Stewart's definition of entrepreneurship. Never giving up and making sure that we are in the proper place to, ha- to find solutions for today's problems. The world needs us. We've got to stick our necks out there and be there and be ready and practice problem solving and practice being creative and practice being passionate and unfortunately practice working at business so we can put it all together. And if we do that, eventually I, I feel very strongly that eventually if we keep ourselves in it long enough then that little flash of light will come and we will be able to solve a problem that is important to us and is important to the world because as entrepreneurs, oh, ah, entrepreneurs change the world. I didn't get the double click in. So, um, back to our little, I wanted to bring in the couch cam. I didn't bring Buddy in earlier. But this is my, this is uh, our discussion. Oh, look, we've got a a little uh, extension cord that he's holding there for me as well. That was to set up the computer for the big project that we didn't really need to set up because it was easy to do anyway. Um, As a researcher trying to determine what entrepreneurship is all about and trying to define it, we researchers are still sitting on the couch and cannot come come up with anything at all, period. So that is why Buddy has that little gentleman sitting with him on the couch at this particular time. We will still try to change the world. We will still try to do things the best way we possibly can. And until we do, let's continue to chat about it and to continue to work on being a little bit better every single day. Thanks for joining me today on This Live. Until next time, this is Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the day. Please don't get frustrated when days go south on you. It's just part of life, and it is definitely a big part of being an entrepreneur, not letting it get you down. Till next time, thanks. Aaron Stewart, see ya.